Hey everyone, uh, welcome to episode one nineteen. We're not going to bother with the the player. I don't think uh, only people want a history lesson right now. We are live. It is Sunday, November fifth, in the aftermath of the Dolphins' weird, disappointing, frustrating twenty one fourteen loss against the Kansas City Chiefs. And the only thing I have to say is like, what the hell was that at the end of the game, Omar? Uh, I think the first thing that we need to get away is our ruling whether that was a bad snap or just a regular snap. And I think um, that's what all of Dolphins Nation is debating. I will weigh in first. I looked at that clip about five times, even when you look at the hash marks where on the field, Connor Williams is to the right of the hash marks. The ball is snapped. The ball is snapped to the right of the hash marks, exactly where it should have been. I'm not ruling that as a bad snap. And I promise you to a tongue of a low will not say it was a bad snap or put blame on Connor Williams. More than likely, Connor Williams will probably put blame on himself. Correct. Because that's what those guys do. And, and absolutely. Um, yeah. It, was it a perfect snap? No, it wasn't a perfect snap. Just like, for example, Tyreek Hill had a drop of a highly catchable ball from two in the first half, which actually was a good throw. It wasn't a perfect throw. It was a little bit ahead of him. Uh, Hill could have extended a little bit more, could have even left his feet, which is something you don't see Tyreek do almost ever. Please leave his feet to catch a ball. He could have done that. Uh, this was another one where, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't a perfect snap. Probably should have handled it. And then this came, of course, like right after the, the next player, the two plays after the ball slipped out of two's hand when he looked like he had Cedric Wilson open down the left sideline. So it was, it, it, oof, was that a slip out of the hand or miscommunication? I don't know the situation. Uh, I think we, we will probably get more clarity from Tua. Um, but this was a situation in a moment where Tua needed to be big in a critical moment in a big game on a big stage. And he pooped the bed. And there's no other way to say it. And I'm not blaming the entire loss on Tua. But just like we got into a situation which was it? The Eagles game where we threw an interception in the red zone. Um, when you had the opportunity to, you know, close to basically cl close the, the the scoring margin um, and put your team in position to make this a challenging game. Here you are in position to tie the game or potentially win, which probably would have been crazy, but Mike Medan does crazy stuff. You're in position to tie the game and here you go having two errors on a critical drive after Raheem Mostert gets you into scoring territory. Um, you know, and everybody has their fault. Raheem Mostert put the ball on the ground. Um, phenomenal knockout. You know, I always say turnovers are luck. Well, that turnover wasn't luck. That guy could have broke his hand punching at that ball. Yeah, but um, the Dolphins, Dolphins recovered that one. Yeah, they, I, I know they recovered that one. But uh, it, 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 it was such a interesting game such a emotion filled game. Um, do I feel like the dolphins can do battle with the Kansas city chiefs? Uh, yes, they can. Do I feel like the dolphins can beat the Kansas city chiefs? No, I don't. You do. Yes, they can. Yeah, they, um, I didn't see that in that performance, and, that effort. And here's the thing, dude, they got, they got a fluky touchdown against them late in the first half when Tyreek fumbled. And I, and I will tell you this, I think there might be something to be said, and and people before the game were talking about the no offense, but the stupid travel issue. Are we we okay, we clear on that that it doesn't make a difference now. I think there might have been something to be said for maybe 
some Dolphin players being too hyped up for this game. And I think maybe Tyree Kill would be at the top of my list because he did not Tyree, wow. Kill, Tyree Kill did not have a good game, period. He, I mentioned the pass in the first half. There was a pass in the fourth quarter that went right through his hands. I was a little bit behind, a little bit high, but it's still highly catchable. And then he had the fumble at the end of the first half. Um, uh, and, then, and, then, and then you give credit to the Chiefs for what they did against him, just like give credit to the Dolphins for what they did against Travis Kelsey. But, I, I, I am not going to put blame on Ty. Yes, he dropped two passes that he should have caught. That probably would have got him over 100 yards, but he had eight receptions off 10 targets for 62 yards. I, I, I can't do it. I can't say that a guy has to be perfect when he puts on the cape every Sunday. This isn't the first game that he's dropped passes. This is, And I don't feel yeah. like these passes that he dropped cost him the game. I mean, literally, this was a slugfest from defenses. Both teams had less than 300 yards of total offense. Miami actually edged Kansas City with 292 yards of total offense. But what I will say is, you know, Miami had success relatively running the ball, especially where he mostered late, 114 rushing yards, one touchdown. Tua had an 87 passer rating, which we know is not Tua, throwing for 192 yards on, on 21 of 34. But Patrick Mahomes, 105.6. And then you can see, that's his pass rating, you could see Miami's play calling, game strategy, is to not give him back the ball, not give Kansas City back possession, despite the fact that they hadn't scored. So, I, you know, I would rather put the blame more on play calling and Mike McDaniel before I put it on, two, uh, before I put it on Tyreek because he dropped two passes. I'm not... I'm not putting it on Tyree, but if you if you're gonna play that game, they lost by seven, and at a at a time when they were driving to kick at the very least a field goal to get three points, you gave away a touchdown, which is seven points. That's a ten point swing, and you lost by seven. So if we're gonna put the blame okay. on anybody, and I don't and I don't want to do that. No, it wasn't. Oh, okay. So we're 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 factoring in the drops, and then we're also factoring in the fumble lost. Dude, that's not the play of the game. In no, a game you're, right. Lost, you you're right. If you if you throw in, because I didn't factor in the fumble loss. So wow. So there were two passes that he dropped, and then there was the fumble lost that led to ten points when you're in scoring territory. That's ten. Then we we get into make some of those catches. You get yourself in the scoring territory. Okay. You're, you're making a, a solid case, solid argument. The evidence is stacking up against Tyreek Hill. Uh, not that I feel comfortable blaming him for this loss, um, but if Tyreek would have performed up to our standards, maybe it wouldn't have been a loss. Correct. Dolphins win. And I, and I will also tell you this, since I, and I'm going to be completely transparent here since I've been on the Tyreek deserves to be in the MVP conversation. I, I am I am fairly convinced he basically limited himself today with this performance because it was a big game. And if you put the blame on one player for this loss, I'm not so sure it's not him. And a, and, and a wide receiver has basically zero margin. And whatever margin he may have had, that, that to me, that conversation. Oh, wait a minute. A quarterback who has the game in his hands on two critical plays having a what the F moment. Uh no blame, some blame. Yep, of course he had be. They threw four. There were three straight incompletions after the two long Raheem Mostert runs. 
uh, and including one where he has Wilson open. And I believe the NFL Network people after the game were saying clearly that the boss slipped out of his hands on the on the play to Cedric Wilson. But again, the quarterbacks have the margin for error. The wide receivers don't. So uh, why do you say the quarterbacks have the margin for error? Explain this thought process to me. <sighs> Because it's the nature of the award and all that, and and I'm not stupid. About MVP? I'm not talking yes, about, about yes. the loss. No, no, no. I, I, no, no. I understand that. Um, I, I don't want to put blame on 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 the loss on one particular player, but you're completely absolving Tyreek, and I, I wouldn't go there. I took it back. I reject. I, I went oh, okay. through um, my case. I withdrew my case, and I would down like- the stretch. Even yeah. then, down the stretch, a Dolphins that the ball not once but twice where they got into KC territory and the other drive. I know you, I saw you took a shot at Savan Ahmed. Um, I'm pretty sure it was after the six yard loss on that first down pitch, but I, I want you to, I want you to tell me exactly what shot he had on that particular play. Where, where Durham, I'm sorry. Let me finish. Where Durham Smythe got completely beaten off the play. I think it was Willie Gay who beat him and was in the backfield to meet Ahmed. I, I, I feel bad always saying this and i've said this lately because it feels like a knee-jerk reaction to actually being a savan ahmed endorser and then having to turn coat and 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 apologize and you know uh, withdraw my you know he can be an impactful player but now i sit there and i watch all these plays and i say to myself why the hell okay he's on the field you could be a decoy I promise you, it's okay. Nobody's worried about you as a decoy. But when he's on the field, the ball is going to him. And I'm thinking to myself, like, this, come on, Mike McDaniel. I would rather you put Jeff Wilson in those situations than Savon Ackman because he hasn't proven he could do anything in the regular season. But um, yeah, and, and to me, as as I, I, I tweeted out a Loki, Loki, Loki gif from – I guess the series jokey Loki where it's like enough, enough Savan Ahmed. Like but, enough. I don't disagree with you that he, my thing with Savan Ahmed is usually he doesn't make anything happen beyond what's there. But if we're going to be fair again on that play, he's got somebody in his grill the second he touches the ball. And if you remember late in the first half, they ran a shovel pass on like third and 17 and they got like the parting of the season, in the middle of the field, except that a guy, both you and I, whose praises we have never stopped, singing completely decided not to block the linebacker who then came from the side and we're talking, I'm talking about Teron Armstead who let D- Drew Tranquil the linebacker come from the side and catch Ahmed after a three-yard gain when it should have been close to a first down or close enough where McDaniel would have gone for it on fourth down so it's not always on the dude yeah I, I honestly don't even remember that play but I'll take your word for it um, overall I was pleased with the defense's performance um, could they have gotten Patrick Mahomes down a little bit more? I feel like they could have, but they did a phenomenal job containing Travis Kelsey, which we, I think we both said coming into the game had to be an issue of high priority, um, had to be something that you absolutely need to do. Travis Kelsey was three receptions for 14 yards on four targets. Um, seven, seven yards was the bet, the most that he did. That's not the reason why you lost. You also didn't lose because Chris Jones wrecked the game. You also didn't lose because Patrick Mahomes put on a cape and, and and really saved the day. I think you lost because you were facing a better team in what surprised me as a hostile neutral territory. And I got to admit, I didn't expect there to be as much crowd noise a, as there was when Miami had possession of the ball because it was loud and it forced them to really alter their offense, which I again continue to say 
continues to look different on the road versus when it's at, at home. Oh, without question. And, and another pattern that's emerging is like against the Eagles as well. The running game is bupkis in the first half. And then it comes to life a little bit in the second half. And could the argument not have been made, you know, could you have not continued to run the ball once you got to the 31 yard line? I know that I know the, the clock was running and only had one timeout left. No, they had two timeouts left. Um, but you just ran the ball twice for 25 and 19 yards. Um, I don't know. And then if, if we're going to be honest, since it was brought up that Liam Eikenberg had to come into the game at guard. And I know you, you threw out the light, the Eikenberg express. And I, I made the mistake of thinking, I apologize that that thought you, you thought it was Connor Williams uh, who was injured because that's what the game book had at first until they changed it. But the sack that could completely derailed the next to last drive along with the six yard loss to Ahmed, that was Teron Armstead not picking up McDuffie on the blitz on the oh, outside oh, and, oh, and oh. Austin Jackson getting beat one-on-one -on -one by Wharton on the other side. It had nothing to do with the guards. Yes, but Teron Armstead got beat by a blitzing cornerback. I'm sorry. I'm going to give a, a, a Pro Bowl left tackle who had just literally gotten off IR a little grace that he can't meet a speed rusher on the outside. My janitors – Durham Smite and Alec Ingle, that's a play that they have to clean up because that's what they're there for. A blitzing cornerback is not Teron Armstead's problem. That's a two-identification problem. I give more responsibility to, to Austin Jackson, who I've argued with people for the last two weeks is having a Pro Bowl season. You poop the bed in that situation. He's not a pro, he's not pro bowl tackle. Sorry. He, he's, he's, been, he's been serviceable, but I think we need to – Oh, serviceable. Don't be disrespectful. Don't be disrespectful. That's adequate, adequate, solid, solid. Okay. okay, I will allow solid, but you yeah. will not disrespect Austin Jackson. Austin Jackson was considered a turnstile when it, when this season began, and he's your third best offensive lineman, and he's been on the field for every game. And others cannot say that. No, there's nobody else who could say that right now. So, yes, you allowed a sack in a critical moment, but. And it wasn't just on you because that pressure was coming from everywhere. If you will notice a lot of Tua's plays, when teams get pressure on him, it's those edge blitzes, the cornerback, the the the, the safety, and primarily because they they all always never have a running back in protecting, and then they use their fullbacks and tight ends. And I can't remember who was on the field in terms of Durham Smite or Alec Ingle, but. When those free rushers come, Tua's got to identify it quickly, and he's got to get the ball out. And that did not happen. But it was a, it was a, it was a gangbang. And and what is Tua supposed to do except for ball up in a fetal, you know, fetal curl? And and that seemed to be what he did. I know you said Tyreek is, you know, that fumble and the seven points, huge, huge, huge play. I hated the play call, but huge play. Felt like they were trying to run out the clock. Huge play. And then the two drops, those are massive. But you know what? You know what an MVP does? An MVP steps up when his team needs him to put a cape on his back. And this was not an MVP-like performance from Tua. Oh, I, no, I, I I think that's kind of fairly obvious. The, 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 the thing is, and again, that, that should not be – should not be the focus of the conversation. This was a major, major opportunity for the Dolphins, who now are six and three, who will fall into a tie for first place in the AFC East 
and actually drop to second because of the tiebreaker if Buffalo wins tonight, even though I don't expect it to I don't expect them to do that because they're playing at Cincinnati, which is balling right now. And I have warned you, Cincinnati's coming. Joe Burrow's right again. They're coming. Um, anyway, so it was it was a big opportunity. To me, what I take from this game is that they can compete with the big boys. And KC is still big boys in the AFC, even though I don't look at KC as being nearly as dominant as they've been the past couple of years. I think they can be – They can. who's a better team in the NFL than Kansas City right now? I think Baltimore right now is a better team than Kansas City. I think uh, you think Baltimore is a better team than the Kansas yes, City Chiefs I do. right yes. now. Yes, Please I state do. your case. Be, well, first of all, they're in the top ten in both offense and no, they're not. Are they both? They might be in the top ten in both offense or defense, or they're close. Um, their quarterback is playing at every bit the level Patrick Mahomes is playing. They don't have the holes that Kansas City has because Kansas City's wide receivers are still not good. Neither is Baltimore's, but I, I will. Well, Baltimore it. has a lot more potential with Aguilar is not very good. Rashawn Bateman's not a bad player. Odell Beckham Jr. is not who he was, uh, but he still has some ability. They are they also are brutally physical up front, as much as KC is on both sides, and their defense has from what we saw in week two last year in Baltimore, they have gone 17 million miles in large part after the acquisition of Roquan Smith, who's a complete baller who who you know, I mean, I've been in love with ever since the Bears made put him on the market, and I was like, please, Dolphin, go, go get him. Having, having said that, the guy that they went to get instead, Bradley Chubb, I mean, hat tip to the dude. I mean, he is balling. He's the one who forced a fumble that Sack Sealer recovered, had a pass batted down to the line of scrimmage that could have resulted in a pick very easily, and he is playing. It, it Listen, um, I can't really put this loss on the defense. They were playing probably about as good as they could possibly play. You didn't feel Jalen Ramsey. You didn't feel Xavier Howard, which means they were doing their job. Uh, Travis Kelsey was contained, which means the linebackers and the safeties are doing their job. And Patrick Holmes wasn't allowed to get comfortable in the pocket. And then there were instances where he got out of the pocket and he got rocked a little bit. Andrew Van Ginkle, lucky, lucky man, because that, 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 that play, I mean, you're talking about the marquee face of the NFL. You can't do that to the marquee face of the NFL, but I understand it was skirting the line of legality, which apparently Andrew Van Ginkle does quite a bit. Uh, and 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 he he managed to pull it off. Um, does this mean that the Dolphins can't win 12 games? No, it doesn't. Does this mean that the Dolphins won't have AFC championship, you know, um, um, stakes at the end of the season? No, it doesn't. Does this mean that they won't have home field advantage? In the AFC playoffs, probably does, um, you know, unless some drastic injuries derailed the Kansas City Chiefs. But it Chiefs did. Going, the Chiefs are not going fifteen and two, though. This is not. This is not a fourteen. Fourteen and three. Mm, fourteen and four. I don't know. Yes. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but going back, going back to quickly to Omar's point about like Van Ginkle not getting called, and this this was happening on social media, and it's. It really drives me insane. Can we not do this thing that every time the Dolphins are losing a game, it's about the officials? I mean, my Lord, is this aggravating. Loser's mentality. Loser's mentality. Yeah, I I agree with you. I thought thought the refs stayed out of the way of the game and didn't make the game about them. And to me, that's good refing. 
they they didn't become the storyline. I did think that there was one play that probably should have been looked at that wasn't, which was whether or not Patrick Mahomes threw when he threw the ball away, he was still in the pocket. He was deep in the pocket, but he was still in the pocket and he didn't go outside the pocket. And I just felt like the refs should have looked at it. It was a critical third down or second. Is it, down. One, is it the one at the end of the game? Yeah, one at the end of the game. Um, and, and, and it didn't stop anything, but I certainly would have loved to have backed them up a little bit more, put a little bit more pressure on them. And I didn't know if it was, I didn't know if it was legal or not legal. I just felt like you should have taken a look, but the refs stayed out of the way of the game. And, and honestly, losers blame losses on refs. This was not a loss that, that, that was in the hand of the refs. Noel B1 has our first question. Tough loss, but we still we, we still went toe-to-toe with Kansas City. Execution and, and mistakes can be corrected. No feeling too bad. Um, Noel, I'm right with you. I mean, again, this is a precision team, and they were not precise in the least for a large part of the game. And then at the end of the game as well, um, it wasn't like they were blown off the line of scrimmage because they weren't. In fact, offensively, they blew Kansas City off the line of scrimmage quite a bit in the second half, particularly on that last drive. And they certainly held their own up front against the Chiefs. So, yeah, I, I, this is not this is not a – and, yes, absolutely, the narrative is going to be there. Dolphins can't beat a good team. Again, because they – Well deserved. Statistically, well deserved. they have not. But – you you get the feeling you get the feeling it's it's going to happen at some point. Or you, yeah, hope you hope. I mean, it's going to have to happen in December if you want to make it to the playoffs because I believe there's Dallas and Baltimore and Buffalo sitting sitting there waiting for you in December in your final three games and those that three game stretch, as Mike McDaniel puts it, is an elimination game and it will probably decide who who has seeding who wins a wild card, who wins the AFC East, and you have to perform in stages like that and situations like that. So we'll definitely see what, what the outcome of that will be. Um, Shelby Jordan says something that um, you have to play 60 minutes to beat the Chiefs. They played 29 minutes today. I don't necessarily agree with that. They could, they, they, dude, they could have played 30, let's say 33 minutes, finished off the last drive, then, then go for two. And they would they would have won the game 22-21 playing 33 minutes. I don't disagree with you. I think that they played a very good game. Uh, no, I, uh, let me correct myself. I think that execution effort wasn't the reason you lost the game. Um, you played 60 minutes. I think that ultimately you didn't have the hook spa, the 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 cajone. Sorry, the what? Hook spa. Oh, okay. The Cajones to oh, there you go. Play big in the big moments, and to be completely honest with you, that's why I fell in love with Tua at Alabama. In the big moments, he rised. He rised to the occasion, and they, he made big boy plays. And he's done that throughout his career at, with the Miami Dolphins. In these critical games, we have not seen him have those big boy moments, and that's going to be a prevailing narrative. Until he finally does it. I mean, right now, Buffalo didn't do it. Eagles didn't do it. Kansas City didn't do it. Three major opponents on the road, and you fell short. 
of, of meeting what your team's expectations and needs were. When Tyreek Hill endorsed, well, he endorsed Alec Ingold, but when Tyreek Hill says that, you know. <laughs> you know he was talking about. <laughs> yeah, but Tyreek did it in Tyreek, true Tyreek fashion. Of course. Uh, but when Tyreek says, I am not the MVP because I'm not even the MVP of my own team, his team needed him to play like the MVP, and I felt like he squandered the game in those instances. I'm sorry. That was not a bad snap. He should have fielded it. He should have found Waddle. That's what players who are elite do in those moments when they want to pull off big victories. Uh, rub a dub dub. Thank you for the contribution. It's a tub, rub a dub dub. Yeah, that's a good question. And, and I'm glad you asked it because we're going to dive into it. Do you think it should have been forward progress on the Tyreek fumble? Seems like he was push, pushed back five yards before he fumbled. You know, the funny part about that question is the analysts on NFL Network were actually wondering whether it should be a fumble because they were wondering whether he actually had control. So, no, that fumble happened actually pretty quickly. So, no. You, you, know what, you know what? I would rather it stayed that way as opposed to you pulling that play. And I don't think there would have been enough evidence to rule it one way. And I would hate for a play like that to be decided by the refs. I just say, I, while I'm a big supporter of replay – and the role that it has in getting calls correct, I do not want the game to be decided by ref decisions. Except, for the record, this play actually was reviewed because every turnover in the NFL is reviewed. So they did look at it and decided, no, it was not forward progress stopped. And yes, he had control long enough for it to be a fumble. The only one, and then I still don't think it would have applied, is when Tyreek Hill stood up. Mike Edwards, the guy who recovered the ball for a second or two uh, before he lateraled to Brian Cook to safety. That should have been a call. Maybe that one, you could, that, to me, if you're going to make, hold on, if you're going to make an argument that anything should have been whistled that as forward progress stopped, that's the one, not Tyreek fumbling the ball. If you got hands to pass the ball and you're still standing up, ball is passed, brother. I'm not whistling to play dead. Um, Tyreek, because you're not a whistler. Sorry. Uh, Tyreek wasn't strong enough to take him to the ground. If I if I could stand up and flip the ball, I, I I'm sorry, the play is not dead. And you know Miami had plenty of opportunities to stop him. They just didn't didn't. Um, whoa, whoa! Go ahead, Omar. This one's all yours. Is this loss worth fifty million a year? You can. No, fight. no, obviously, and and if. I thought you said I was going to have the opportunity to answer the question. I did say that. I did say that. Sorry. Okay. Do I pay $50 million a year to a quarterback who can't win the big game? No. I give him 48. But, <laughs> but, oh, that's all. but, that's well done. Am I willing to say right now that he's a $50 million a year quarterback, which I certainly do believe is going to be what his market is because he is going to pass. Jalen Hurts and um and, and Jet Lamar Jackson and he's going to pass Herbert. He probably will not pass Burrow, but he will have opportunities in the later stages of this season in December in what Mike McDaniel calls elimination games to show you the caliber of quarterback that he is. And whether you pay him $40 million a year or you pay him 47, that's on you, brother. But he's still gonna get his money. He's gonna get he's he's gonna get some money, but 
the exact amount, A, and the exact standing of Tua among NFL quarterbacks to me, as I've said many times. And it's not like, because I keep, was it, I don't know who else it was, like everybody who criticized or or doubted Tua or whatever. It was never criticizing or doubting Tua. It was always... Oh, are you on the are you on the um the Tuanon video? I'm I'm on the Tuanon video. They took I have I have no idea. To me, it was always about let's gather all the information before we we can make a final determination. And to me, there's still evidence to be gathered. I.e., cl- when I remember I've I've used the term with them closing out a season, and that doesn't just mean staying healthy through the end of the regular season. It means playing winning football, elite quarterbacking down the stretch. This was a great opportunity. Had, to, had the Dolphins won this game. You say it, and then you don't want to put the blame on him, which is odd for you. But I'm sorry. Two critical passes in two two critical moments in a game on the line, in the balance, in the final minute of the game, you're in scoring territory. You have to throw the ball. To- if you're going to pay him $50 million a year, damn right he's got to make those plays. But I'm not at the point where I'm giving him $50 million a year. That's exactly my point because I need to see that. Okay, that's fair. So what are you paying, $45? You know you're going to have to break him off. Oh, David Magetta, who is the agent, is doing Ooh. some great PR for Holland because I didn't see the number one rated safety out there. Ooh, Eddie, come on, brother. I'm trying oh. to I'm, – I'm, I am trying – to be as nice and diplomatic regarding agents, especially the agents that are very uncomfortable with me. And I am not about to have any Javon Holland slander, especially when you name again. Like that's no, a very good point. Had you left his name out of there, we might have we might have ripped on him. But. I might have addressed it. He got too many Dolphins clients. Hey, CFF says he's number one. Who are we to argue, right? Hey, does PFF take kickbacks? You tell me. <laughs> um, I appreciate you, Eddie, but you just got me in trouble. I, I know. I'll, I'm, I'm going to just flash this one for a second, then change it. <laughs> I, I said, flat, uh, oh, uh, John Mims says, Fangio's defense has arrived. Held the Chiefs to less than two, 300 yards. 267, unless I'm mistaken, that was even fewer yards than what the Chiefs got last week at Denver. The only difference is they got one t- turnover, not five. Okay. It was good. The defense was really, really if good. I told you going to the game, you get 267. Would you have taken it? Sign me or- up. <laughs> um, everybody is playing on one accord and playing at a relatively high level on defense. I certainly did not expect it, predict it, see it coming. I've already issued my apology to Vic Fangio. Um, you, you, what's that? What you shaking your head for? You don't. Well, want to I'm, have I'm like, I'm like, shame on you. I'm like, shame on you for doubting. Yeah. I, I think will, you owe him an apology too. No, I will. I will say this. I, I don't think I. Well, I, I what I what I what I have said all along, and it, it still happened at some point today. And again, we're crazy for arguing with the results, but there are a lot of times. Mine, the coverage is soft. Holy crap! Like. <laughs> Like Kohu on, on the past to your on the past to your dude Kadarius Tony over the middle on the slant. My lord, is he playing off the guy? Um the, and there were a couple of other plays like that. There was the play where it was a long out completion to Noah Gray, the tight end, where the Dolphins both had both Xavier Howard and Deshaun Elliott in the area. And and both and then somebody made the point, well, X 
dove on, on the tight end running the shorter route, which left Elliott out, out to dry. Yeah, but the bottom line is both of them were really, really, really soft in their coverage. So, and I saw a lot of that in this game. It's, that's, and you and I are both like, holy Jesus. Mr. Bill. Oh, no, Mr. Bill. Oh, no. Sorry. He says, so tired of these rigged games being scripted. I know the real truth. Roger D really needed to retire or quit so NFL can go back to having a real game. I'm sorry, Mr. Bill, but I couldn't disagree with you anymore. If this game were scripted, it would have been scripted for the Miami Dolphins to win the game. And I felt personally that the refs overlooked a couple of things and called a couple of things that allowed Miami to stay in the game. If I may mention the Chris Jones penalty, um, I, and I get it, he committed the penalty, but don't act like you haven't seen refs overlook situations and things like that before. And, and let's let's ask Kansas City fans how they feel about the Cedric Wilson touchdown when he, he kind of had his hand in the back of Trent McDuffie with a slight movement. And and let's reverse it, and this is a KC touchdown against the Dolphins. And let, let's be honest with yourself and how ballistic are you going that, that they didn't call it. If, if, if Roger Goodell and yeah, I, I I love the NFL commercials about how the league how yeah. the league is trapped. I, I I think it's brilliant. It's a play into what fans say. Um, players are involved. It, it's really comedic brilliant. It's like it's like watching Key and Peel in an NFL commercial. Love Key and Peel. Um, oh, hold on, but okay. if this was a scripted game, it would have been scripted for Miami to win because. The league needs another ju ratings juggernaut, and the Miami Dolphins are that ratings juggernaut. Which Casey's going to be regardless. Casey's going to be regardless. And you want you want to put Miami on that mountaintop? You rig the game for them to win. So please, let's let's not do that. And if it was going to be rigged for the Chiefs, wouldn't it have been a better ending for the Dolphins to score, go for two, take the lead, and have Mahomes pull off one of his crazy comebacks in twelve seconds and kick a field goal to win the game? If they were going to script it for the Chiefs, I mean, come on. To a, yeah, you can't script a play where the quarterback can't feel the ball. You, you can't script a play where a receiver's running along the sidelines open and the quarterback, whoop, 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 unless, they're gonna, unless they're going to fire the script writers because they didn't get the memo. <laughs> Whoopsie daisy moment. Craig, got a defense was great today. We can still go deep in the playoffs, onward and up, upward. The last snap, though. Yeah. Craig, if you, if you go deep in the playoffs, and I need everybody in the chat. Bad snap, bobbled snap. What's your vote? But if you are going to go deep in the playoffs, you know what you need? You need home field advantage because this team has shown you they can't do it on the road. It, it, when, you're, when you're one road victory is beating a Chargers fan, is beating a Chargers team where your fans outnumber their fans in their own stadium, sorry, that ain't going to count for a home, for, for a road win. This team has not proven that they can beat a quality team on the road. It just has not happened. I want to address this one here real quick from Chris. The narrative is that Herbert can't bring them back. I love Tua, but he hasn't either. Yes, Tua has. Yes, Herbert has. Yes, every quarterback has. It's all a matter of how many times it happens, how many times it doesn't happen. Yeah, Tua has a tremendously good fourth quarter comeback record performance. <laughs> I don't know what it is right now, but it's pretty good. But again, this idea that, you know, he can't do it or he can't do it. Yes, they, they all do it to, mm -hmm. to a certain degree. Okay, here we go. Uh, I'm going to beat you to it. 
Oh, go, damn you. Oh, I got it. And this is no, I'm, doing, I'm under oh, it. Yeah. It's fine. Yo, go for it. You can you can handle all of them if you want. Yeah. We need we should answer questions. Uh, yes, you really seem like like we had a lot of wide open receivers. What do we take away from this game? Anything positive? Tua did not play well today. Thank you, Finn. Finn's RKO9. I love Tua. I think Tua is, is elite. I think Tua is going to be the man. I think he's going to be a marquee player in the NFL for, for many years to come. But you have not showed up when your team needed you in those critical moments in the fourth quarter. Against the Eagles now, drop the ball. Against Kansas City, drop the ball. You literally drop the ball. It's You know what's interesting, though, is you keep – Pounding on how on his future greatness, and then talk about how like how he came up short today, where where I'm more still reserving judgment for future greatness, and then today was like no he didn't come up big in in, in my in, but, in but my expectations are higher for him. I know he's that dude. I know he has it. I did not see it today. I did not see. When have you seen it late in the season at crunch time? Okay. I'm not. I'm not going to argue with you on that. And, I, I, that's, I, and for everybody out there, that's what I still need to see before I fully embrace with arms open wide, like the song from Creed. Said you probably never heard that song, like with arms wide open. I think Creed's is one of the bands that I actually liked. I'm not okay, so, you, so you know arms with arms wide oh, open. Well, okay. Give me three positives you took away from this game. Uh, I'll start. Raheem mostly <laughs> played like a dog. That That's always a favorable thing. Um, two, Fangio's defense holding a, a, a juggernaut, offensive juggernaut, even though they got kind of weak, weak sauce receivers. Can't, highly defended Kelsey? Come on, man. I know Taylor Swift wasn't in the building, but come on, man. That was that, a key to the game. And 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 I put this out there as well. Did you see or hear anything about Jalen Ramsey and and Xavier Howard all game? Yes, X made like three different plays, all good ones. I even put out a tweet at some point. Please tell me again how the dude is is a mediocre or overrated cornerback. The dude's a stud. No, Dolphin fans think he's washed. He's a stud. Um, so you you need to give three. Oh, well, see, I can go big picture. Like, like, I like the offensive line and the run blocking, okay. uh, especially at crunch time, and that, that was big. After there were issues in the first half. Uh, you can tell Connor Williams makes a, a – more so than our friend Teron, Connor Williams makes a huge difference in the running game. Yes, he does. Okay. What the, what the, How dare you? About the, yeah, what? You are what? The man just got back. So did Williams. Okay, Judge Judge Tehran two games from now, okay? And then you just said he's been, no. From what I've seen in all of this season, well, obviously Tehran hasn't played a whole lot of games. As far as run blocking, Connor Williams is a difference-making center as far as run blocking is concerned. You paying he him def- $10 million? Look at that face. Well, I'd have to have my, my salary cap consultant – I mean, it's, he's going to have to be a priority decision. You either make him a priority or you don't. Yeah, the, the, my issue with Connor Williams is he, get, he gets flagged a little too much for my taste. He had like a kind of a silly holding penalty, which I'm sure Dolphin fans are going to, are going to rail that it was kind of tack, ticky-tack, and it was ticky-tack. 
except did he really need to do it? Is, is, and then this is every every time that it's happened with him. So that would be number one. Number Well, no, that would be number three because number one, and I wrote about this, that defense is coming. By the end of the season, we're going to wish the offense can play as well as the defense. I mean, yeah. Oh, I said it. I said what I said. I, Damn. With me. You were right along with me criticizing Vic Fangio. And now you're, you, you, you're pom-pom, waving it, cheering, sis, boom, bah. I am criticizing. I was criticizing the method because I don't like personally, personally like the, the bend but don't break. But you can't argue with the results. And they have been coming. Bradley Chubb is playing like a stud lately. Jalen Phillips, who is now, again, even more removed from the oblique injury, is playing really well. Now you got Ramsey, who they didn't have earlier on. Uh, the interior of the defensive line, Sealer. performing better than the number one rated offense in the NFL? What kept you in the game today? Was it the offense or the defense? I, I didn't ask you that. I asked you a question. You Go said ahead. you're going to be carrying this team or whatever you said. So you're telling me this defense is going to be the number one rated defense in the NFL? No. What I'm going to tell you is that regardless of what final ranking the Dolphin offense has, as I sit right now on Sunday, November 5th, I am telling you I feel more confident. If I'm looking at the playoffs, I feel more confident about the defense delivering playoff caliber performances, championship caliber performances than the offense. Okay. I, okay. And that's that's my biggest takeaway. Go ahead. I, I, I cannot argue with you. And, and Fat Burger apparently obviously disagrees with my premise because based on the question. Something needs to be done at the linebacker and defensive tackle. What do you guys think? I would have said that early in the season. Um, right now, yeah, I don't really see or notice Jerome Baker much, but I, that's not a bad thing because I don't notice him getting beat in coverage as well. Um, and Christian Wilkins and Zach Sealer look pretty good to me at defensive tackle. I mean, I don't know if I could ask them to be doing anything more except for be Aaron Donald and Chris Jones. And really, I didn't even feel Chris Jones all game. And he was going against rookie uh, – he's going against young, inexperienced linebacker. I mean, uh, outside uh, offensive guards. So – Yeah, and tell me David Long Jr. is not balling the last month or so. Absolutely. I, I have no, no doubt in my mind that David Long Jr. is probably one of the top performers based on what we're seeing probably in the last month. Oh, and, by, um, and by the way, Omar, just for you, I paid attention. The very first time the Dolphins dropped back in coverage, Chris Jones was lined up over the left side of the defensive line, and the Dolphins had Austin Jackson and Durham Smythe double blocking. Of double course. Durham, that's, that's, not what you, that's not what you said the other, the other day. When the job, that's Durham's job to clean things up. He's the janitor. Well, that wasn't a cleanup like he was behind him. It was literally a double team. Okay. Rusty Miller asked a question that so many Dolphin fans want to know. Is this another that's so Dolphins loss? Kind of hard to argue against that. that. I mean, that's. I mean, they didn't rise to the occasion, but it's not like they pooped the bed. Dude, your, your, your last gasp fourth and 10 effort ends with two or having to backtrack to fall on the ball 15 yards down the field because he couldn't handle the stop. That's a that's a pretty so that's so dolphins moment. I, I hate to be no that's so dolphins moment would have been him trying to grab the ball instead of falling on it in a field position, and then it squirts out 
Defense picks it up, runs it for a touchdown. That's that so Dolphins. I will say this about Tua. He has learned his lesson. I think Mike McDaniel got in his ear often enough in the offseason. I don't know if you noticed, there are a couple of plays where he scrambled on broken plays, and the second he saw a Chiefs defender coming, whereas last year, two years ago, he might have tried to juke him or do something, whatever, his ass is going down. And that, that's smart. Keep yourself healthy. Chris, go ahead, Omar. Wide receiver screens. I'm just a fan of when we run wide receiver screens. Never works for us for us game after game. I don't necessarily agree with that. Um, Flat on not true. Yeah, it's the number one offense in the NFL. They run wide receiver screens. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes they are those orbit motions. Man, did they give Kansas City issues? And when the orbit motion is out there, that's kind of like a screen. So I can't, you know, sometimes you're trying to call things to set things up. So um, I, it, it, it didn't work today. That that we can agree. A lot uh, of things didn't work today. No, correct. And, I mean, for those of the Chiefs, the Chiefs were like number four in total defense for a reason. Yes. And they played like it without a doubt. Plus, take, plus, Tua plays nervous against good competition. I didn't see nervous. Yeah, I'm not playing nervous. Um, I, I, I didn't see nervous. I saw a guy who squandered an opportunity. But I didn't see nervous. Like, uh, I, and I'm dying to hear what he says about the pass along the sidelines to Cedric Wilson. Was that just a miscommunication? Was it a ball slip out? Or, you know, was it just a brain fart in terms of a, a, a breakdown that, that they had? Because clearly, you know, something went wrong there on a, such a critical play. Yeah. Uh, you're, control, you're controlling the board, as they say in the biz. It, it, <laughs> uh, it's funny because fans are saying, you know, that loss is in Tyreek's hands. And then other fans are saying, you know, Tua is not him. But he is little him, yes. Or tell you know, tell the truth about Tua, please. What, what, what does little him mean? He's he's like a he's like a little version of he's like a mini version of of that that guy. And yeah. I wouldn't even say he's a mini version of that guy. He has to prove he's got elite. He's he's got kill kill mentality. And though that wasn't a kill, that was not a kill. That was not a kill level performance. You got to be a killer, stone cold killer. And I think he has it in him. I just, I'm not sure that he's brought it out. Um, wow. Tyreek, Mike Best, uh, got a ton of respect for you, brother. But Tyreek played for his Ooh, wow. That's cold blood. No, no, but if you heard, I know you were doing the pregame show in QAM, but if you heard some of the comments that came out like before the game, then this is where I'm telling you he wanted it too bad. He's talking about like, you know, I, I, if I score, if I score when I when I score a touchdown, I'm gonna look over their sideline and tell them like, "You miss me yet?" or something like that. Don't you 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 regret trading me something like that? It's like he made it so big in his mind, and it's. I mean, let's not kid ourselves. If the money had been equal, Tyreek would have stayed in KC in a heartbeat. And the way he talks, it, it's like there's almost like a longing to be back with the Chiefs at times. Am I wrong? It's, a, it's an old girlfriend. Well, it's an old girlfriend for whom he's got major feelings. Um, so I, I, yeah, no, it's it's a little harsh, but I, I think I think he just 
again, he made it too big of a game because he was facing his former team. When asked to do heavy lifting, Tua comes up short every time. <laughs> we may have a Kirk Cousins, Mr. 1 p.m. on our hands. Big games and primetime duds every time. You know what I have to say about that? You like that. Sorry. <laughs> be done. Hey, listen. Uh, Tua Nod is going to screen grab you, recording you saying you like that, and they're going to hold that against you. You're going to be putting the two No, it's a Kirk Cousins joke. You know, you don't get the Kirk Cousins joke. Yeah, no, no, misappropriation, misappropriation of use. No, that that was (laughs) somebody learned a technical term here. Um, that was not a, a comment on the statement, but um, I I am still reserving judgment. I am not ready to. Yeah, I believe that. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. To do a coronation for Tua, I need to see more evidence. And Omar, you have like you, and you have been steadfast in your belief that the guy's going to be a complete stud, $50 million a year quarterback, elite. No questions asked. I still need, I still have to, to gather some evidence before I present my case to the jury. How's that for a little legal analogy there? Yes, he is going to be that player. Is he playing like that player right now in these critical games? No, he is not. But they're all on the road. They're all in hostile environments. They're, the team has a bunch of mishaps during those games. They're not playing with their best offensive line. And this sounds like a laundry list of excuses. Yes, 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 it does. It yes. is a laundry list of excuses. But but this go. I mean. It no. is. I know. It is. I know, but it's like, okay, this like. No, I don't do I like 2021. But I know I can't help myself, but it's 2021. It was like, okay, the coach doesn't believe and and mind you, some of them are all legit. Coach doesn't believe them, and the offensive weapons are bad, the offensive line is bad. Now, with all due respect, I mean, can we stop with the offensive line is missing players? Yeah, but they had Armstead back and they had Connor Williams back. Um yes. and, and if you're gonna if you're gonna say that Teron Arm said, well, you cut him some slack because he was just coming back from an injury. Then you tell me you shouldn't have been in the lineup. I, am playing, played, I don't want to hear it. On the field was yeah. Miami's eighth and ninth offensive lineman in starting roles from training camp. We we debated whether or not these two players would make the 53. You gotta own it. Yes. Yes, you're correct. You, you, you got to own it and, and take some accountability. And now every team is going through this, which is why the Dolphins wisely showed us this is why we're keeping 10 offensive linemen, including Keon Smith, because you never know when you're going to need a lineman for a rainy day. And they're out there. They're playing. Now, does that is that a good thing? I can honestly tell you, and you know I watched line play, I didn't see Lester Cotton being a liability. I saw some Robert Jones struggles, which explains to me why Lester Cotton is is really the frontline guy for a starter. Now, 
does that necessarily mean that they performed well? Not really. Were they the reason they, they, they couldn't get the job done? No, a bad snap was. No, but it, not uh, the bad snap was. The, the failure on the last two drives when they were down 21-14. They had the ball twice. They reached Casey territory twice, and they couldn't finish either drive. So, um, well, I was going to, did you have something, you had something up and you took it away? No, no, I, I already said, I, we already talked about it, I think. Well, oh, maybe, maybe you didn't. Why not run behind Armstead? Run behind our best O lineman. I don't think Armstead has proven or shown you that he can, he, I mean, he's there. That doesn't mean he's at Armstead level yet. I didn't see. That's, what he, that's what he just said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh you mean Armstead? But, Jay, Jay, Jay Live Doe. I don't know if it's Jay Live Doe or however. Sorry, but Jay, like a homeboy, Jay Live Doe. Okay, well, okay. That's <laughs> what they they run. Yeah, yeah. Jay Live Doe. Jay Live Doe. Uh, Mostert gained twenty five. I know I'm hip. I'm very. I, I may not look it, but I'm very hip. <laughs> um, Mostert gained twenty five and nineteen yards on the first two plays of that last drive. Does it matter where they ran? And and it was on the left side, so. It may not have been completely behind Armstead, but it was in his area. So I, I'm not sure I understand this, this, this whole thing. Um, maybe I'm then again I understand a lot of things. Be free. Two is all to blame. How do you miss that throw, bro? That I don't know if that throw went out of his hand. I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. And I'm sorry. I want a ruling because that snap looked like it was right to him. That's that. It might have been a little hot, but I'm sorry. Situation is you got to get the ball fast because the pressure is coming. And how do you just miss it? How do you just miss a snap like that in that moment? How do you just miss it? Because because your 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 mind has moved forward to processing what you need to see downfield. Whoa. They can play too fast. Chiefs are not a 13 win team. You think that's what happened? That what? Oh, I absolutely think that's what happened. Wow. He took, his, took his eye off the ball because he was like, because it was there. There, I mean, I mean it was it was Chiefs are not a 13-win team. Okay, no problem. Let, let's let's do this then. Okay, they've got seven now. Okay, they got the Eagles. Let's say that's a loss. They got cupcakes against Vegas, Green Bay. Okay, let's say they lose to Buffalo. Okay, they got then they got the Patriots and then Las Vegas again. Okay, those those are wins. Then they got Cincinnati. Okay. And then they got the Rams, New Orleans, Arizona, and Cleveland. So I technically just gave you potentially four losses. They pull off a win in any of those games instead of turning it into a loss. Um, and I definitely see 13 wins. Is my math off? Like, what what, what am I missing here? If, if, if they had managed to pull off some victories against uh, – the Eagles, which they play in two weeks after the bye, uh, Buffalo and Cincinnati. Uh, I'm seeing thirteen. I'm seeing thirteen wins. The, you know the, the thing, as we said the other day, is, is every, like every one of their tough games. It seems is at home. So um, yeah, we'll see. I, I you got you got you got nine games to pull off six, and that gets you the thirteen. Correct. 
seven plus. I had to do the math. Seven plus six equals thirteen. <laughs> it takes me a while. You have to. You have to be patient. <laughs> yeah, it's. I struggled with it a little bit before I did it. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you had your calculator next to you, didn't you? Ah, uh, we're both writers. <laughs> people questioning tool weirdly makes me feel better. If this was show enough or any people would be bending over backwards to make excuses. Not me. <laughs> Who, who's show enough? Show enough is Tannehill. How do you not know I call Tannehill show enough? I never, ever, ever heard that. What? Never I've heard that. Show enough for like seven years. Maybe. Show enough. Uh, uh, from the movie The Last Dragon. You ever seen The Last Dragon? You are the last dragon. You possess the power of the glow. The glow. Oh, now, now I got to go see it right now. I hear that song. No, I'm just <laughs> Great movie. Phenomenal movie. But okay. It was shown up. It was my mockery of, of Tannehill because in those moments where he needed to rise to the occasion, he couldn't. His glow would flicker. And go out. Um, and and I know people say, well, that's Leroy, but I just referred to him as show enough because he hadn't shown me enough. So it's a major play on, on words and stuff like that that lasted for seven years. But King Chet down, Chet Henney, of course he was going to check down the pass. The big pass, instead of throwing the big pass, he's going to check it down. Well, that's why they come check down Chet. Yeah. Um, I don't, but I, and I don't, I honestly do not recall anybody making excuses for, for Henny or Tannehill. For, for years they did. For years they did. They for did? For, yeah. Oh, come on. This fan base? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. This fan base made excuses for, and I used to fight against it all the time. He, 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 and he did what Tua did today, which is in moments where he needed to play big, he shrunk. And I, I know I'm not in Tua non. But I am clearly a Tua supporter. I know he's going to be elite. But if I can sit here and tell you, which is why I'll never be into a non, that he shrunk when you needed him to play big, when he needed to walk around with the big ones. Uh, you mean you mean like like who did after he broke up that? Yeah, play? yeah, yeah, yeah. You know <laughs> yeah. When you when you needed Tua to pull out the big ones, mm-mm, mm-mm, he wasn't there, and it is what it is, man. You 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 gotta play big in those moments. That's what separates the 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 elites from from the good. And right now, Tua just is in the good category. Dolphins and yet, off- and yet he may be. And yet, when the odds come out early next week for an FL MVP, my guess he's going to be second behind Mahomes. He's tanking. He's going to be third. Somebody's going to eclipse him. It's going to be Joe Josh Allen. Depends on the game tonight or Lamar Jackson. On the game tonight, yes. Yeah. Or Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Or Jalen Hurts. Yeah, two is going to take a massive dive in the MVP voting, nor should he care. So I'm not even stressing about that. None of us should care, except that it, it comes up. Kelly Patterson, thank you, boss. Dolphin offense scored as many points as Casey offense and Tua spent the whole first half in third and forever. If you need to blame somebody, look at penalties. Were they really all penalties? Discuss this somewhere while I look at my play-by-play. Really. Yeah, we're, you're going to make us go to our penalties six for forty-five. Cannot blame it on penalties. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they were negative plays. They had a lot. Of, they were they struggled on third downs. I believe they were t- three of twelve on third, three of twelve on third downs. But the Kansas oh, three of ten on third downs too. What I found interesting is that Mike McDaniel decided to play ball control offense at the end of the half. 
and the end of the fourth quarter. I get it. I just never would have thought aggressive Mike would be putting his guns away. And I get it. He didn't necessarily call a conservative game, but you were running your four-minute offense in that critical stretch. I have the play-by-play very handy here. If we, we, we Kelly, the, the, this is exactly what happened in the first half. First drive, it was a third and 10 because of Mostert run for zero yards to a pass to Hill on a screen pass, zero yards. That's third and 10. Then they got a uh, third and 10. Okay. Second drive, they got themselves in a third and 10, two incompletion, Mostert run for zero yards. Those are not penalties. Those are plays that didn't go anywhere. Third drive. One yard run, two in completion. That was the one to, to Tyree Kill, third and nine. Again, it's not, not penalties. Uh, the only drive in the first half where they got themselves on a pickle with the down and distance was the intentional grounding penalty on Tua when he spun around and threw it back to Raheem Mostert, uh, which Question. looked like a semi if he called to me. Uh, also, one of those where if Tua had it back, he would make more of an effort. To get more on the ball, I, th- I think he throw, I think throw it out of bounds to the left. Well, yeah, either that. Well, no, the play was designed to go to Mostert, and then he got pressure, and then and then he threw it back. And but the, the way he threw it back, it just had nothing on it, and wound up being way short. So, oh, um, why can I put this in there? Um, oh, hide the current one. Okay, boom. No, it's still not coming up. Okay. Okay, Troy Jesse, bring that one up because I can't make it come up. Where is where is it? It's in a, a the pay care category. Uh, let's the last see. one. Samuel Kelly Patterson. There we go. It's not coming up. I have to find it downstairs. Why is it not coming up? I have to find it in the full thing here. Somebody brought up Marino in here. Um, Why would they bring up Marino? Uh, no, and then I also want to bring that up to here. We go. This George Jesse, and I'll bring up Marino after that. There but, it is. I don't know why I couldn't bring it up. I've always felt he was in the same category as Tannehill. He has elite accuracy. Nobody ever accused Tannehill of having elite accuracy. And we can win with him, but we must have an elite run game and an elite defense. And Omar right now is flummoxed. How dare you? <laughs> like, that? I'm trying, I'm insulted. Tua compared to Tannehill? Elite accuracy? There's a single NFL person that will ever tell you that Tannehill has elite accuracy nor pocket presence, nor ability to read and diagnose the feel like Tua. Don't do that. Don't do that. Um, but, <laughs> like, like, we play three bad games all on the road that, that pretty much in every one of those situations, you win those games, everybody's going to tell you you're the best team in the NFL, and you lost them. Okay. So Miami Dolphins are the sixth best team in the NFL or the seventh best team in the NFL. There's no shame in that. Focus on getting right, getting healthy, winning elimination games, finish the season with 12 wins, because I think it's certainly doable, finishing out strong in December, and then we'll see where the chip, chip stack up. And Tool will be in a position to win a playoff game, and the question is, will he be able to do it? And, and, and by the way, we, we thank you for the contribution, which bring which adds a lot of validity to your point. But, no, I'm, I'm, with, I'm with Omar, actually. There's, there's nothing – Oh my lord, look at this Washington beating New England to nothing. Holy moly, what a crap show they are. Uh, I, I'm bringing this up because that's actually, I find it funny. And I want to, Omar, perhaps you can help me with this one. 
Does Poopar look like he's seen The Last Dragon? Why, That's the movie cool? I'm talking about, The Last Dragon. No, no, I know, I, no, no, I know that, but is it because it's a cool movie and I'm not cool? It, it's a cool movie? movie. It's right in your genre. It's right in your wheelhouse. Barry Gordy, um, famous music producer, um, made the movie. And so it's it's a musical. It's like a musical movie. And it's got... Yeah, yeah, no, you're right. You're right. I wouldn't have seen it. I'm not it's, a big musical. It's in like the purple. It's in the purple. It's not a musical. It's in like the purple rain category of movies. I like purple rain. Yeah. See. Yeah. It's it's kind of like purple rain genre ish, but it's about a karate. It's about a karate kid who's lame, but then becomes cool because he can beat up Shonuf, the the Shonuf something of Harlem, who is like the big bully in the neighborhood. And the last dragon is the one that puts him in his place and then gets the girl. Oh, okay. So is the girl of Apollonia Cotero? No. Yeah, no, how did you know? Is I think the girl is Ap I think she's Apple. How do you know? How was the movie? Apollonia Cotero was in Purple Rain, which is a 1983. No, no, movie. no. The girl is another one just like Apollonia. Um, oh, okay. Let me let me look her up. Let me look her. She's okay. yeah. By the way, is Kung Fu Fighting part of the soundtrack? Yes, yes, yes. Are you serious? No, oh, no, that's it's Bruce Lee stuff. Um, Kung Fu Fighting might be Last Dragon and female. oh, that sounds an all timer for me. And I took a lot of a lot of flack among Dolphin beat writers. I absolutely adore that song. If you know, you know. Um, damn it! Who is the female character in the Last Dragon? Oh, it's Vanity. It's not. Uh, yeah, it's oh, not. Yes, so was, there you go. That's close. Well, yeah, it, that's movie? what I said. It's close. How old is the movie? Huh? How old is the movie? Oh, it's it's ridiculously old. Early 80s. Oh, okay. There you go. But okay. it's a cult classic. Okay. No, you know what? I, yeah, I'm, I'm familiar with the movie. I've never seen it. Vanity's song, Vanity song from the movie is terrible, though. LOL. Matt O says. I can't remember Vanity's song from the movie. Um, but yeah. You you make me want to watch the Last Dragon. Vanity is fire in that movie. So we now oh you brought Vanity and we got people going. Oh, great. oh that she Vanity and Apollonia like formed what I thought as beautiful in women like and and oh, I, I'm big Apollonia Cotero fan personally. Yeah, from those movies and you know Sheila E too. Gosh, very talented, very talented too. Um, mm -hmm. Sheila. E. Matt, again, two is an evolved Chad Pennington, and I mean that as a compliment. Tighten up, and this team can win first offense, I feel confident, confident with in years. He's an evolved Chad Pennington. I don't know if he's an evolved Chad Pennington. I do agree with that. I think he is an evolved Chad Pennington. He brings to the table a lot of what Chad Pennington does. Um, he's, I think he's got a little bit better of an arm. Um, he, two, I look. Don't Go ahead. Dare. Don't you dare. And I will point. I will point out a play. Go ahead. Go ahead. Don't you dare. Oh, but I will. Go ahead. Don't you dare. You don't want that two and on smoke. No, you're right. Two has a much, <laughs> much better arm. It's not even close. I have no idea what I was thinking. You don't want that two and on. Smoke. I don't. Um, they will. They will drown you in yards per production. Big oh, play. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that means nothing. But I, I will say this: that they were both like quarterbacks who were a lot more about intangibles than they are about pure physical traits. Um, yeah, Drew Brees. I put him in that category. Two is this error's Drew Brees. It is what it is. There's no shame in that. <laughs> 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 okay, I'll give it a shot. Mr. Char Mr. Charlie is uh he's paying he's paying uh, a sponsorship to hear Poop say J Live though. No, 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 no. You didn't do it right. It's J Live though. J Live though. 
That okay. Better? Okay. All right. Is that approved? Everybody thumbs up. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, uh, somebody said I agree with Poopart. I wish I could like you guys are so and I, and I love. Does it tell you how many people are watching now, Poop? Because I I'm eight seventy two. Oh, okay. Well, um, I, I'm I'm seeing so many comments and they're moving so fast. There, somebody you said somebody agreed with me. Yes, but I, I couldn't keep up with what they were talking about when you know they oh. agreed with you. And hold on, That's, this is like, mm, oh my god, pay, pay I, attention, Pupar. You're not going to say a guy like Pennington has a better arm. Pay attention. I didn't say it's a better arm. I said it's comparable. Please pay attention. And and if you don't believe me, go look at a highlight from 2008 to Fleet Flicker touchdown pass in the end zone. To, I believe it was Ted Ginn Jr., which is pretty much the same distance that you will see Tua throw on his deep passes. Okay, it's not a slide at Tua. It's just this notion that Chad Pennington. We had this one already. Uh, no, Mark. we did it. We did. Okay, sorry. I, I I realized I was like an hour behind in the chat, and that's how much you guys. I mean, I think you guys see the chat. Uh, is Omar on the refs payroll? No, man. I just see games objectively. I'm actually sat here and watched the game with one of my heart, my, one of my my closest friends. Um, and he's a diehard Dolphin fan, and literally he, you know, he's crying about every call, and I'm like, bro, you got to look at this objectively as as somebody, and I explain to him why you're not going to get that call or why that should have been called, and, 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 and it wasn't, and I felt like the Dolphins got more non-calls or, or favorable calls than they lost. I'm sorry. If you, you're, you guys see things as, uh, as fans where there is no objectivity and in the media, the one thing they beat out of you is object. You know, they, they beat into you is objectivity. You have to be able to see it fairly and accurately. And that's probably why both of our contrarian natures do quite well, not just together, but watching football, you have to look at the other side and be able to analyze how things look from the other perspective and then be able to balance it out and say right or wrong. No, and what I always ask fans is be honest with yourself. If the teams are reversed, how do you feel about the call or the non-call? And the thing, the thing with the that's, that's a good tip. That's a really good tip that I want everybody who's listening. When you're watching these games, you have to look at these calls. I know it's your team, but when you're watching these games, you have to look at these calls. Of how would I feel if the call were on the other side? No, and, and what I was going to say about the the, the non-call on an AVG on Mahomes near the sideline. That's one of those. I I personally don't think it's roughing. It was a, a necessary roughness penalty, but that play is going to get called um, some of the time. And the Dolphins caught a break in that it wasn't called because again, the contact is made after there's a foot out of bounds, and you know the NFL wants to protect those quarterbacks because look around the NFL today and look at some of the quarterbacks who are starting. And you're going to run down the, the names and you're going to be like, I don't want to watch that. Well, NFL wants you watching. I'm <laughs> no, you're right. You're telling the truth. Brett yeah. Rippin starting for the Rams. Anybody want to see Brett Rippin? No offense. I mean. Yeah, no, you're, you're absolutely right. The league has to protect the quarterbacks. And fortunately for you as Dolphin fans, your quarterback is now in the protected category. He's an endangered species. He's a, he's a ratings mover. So you can't, you can't blow wind on him too hard without a flag being thrown. So. You, just like you'll benefit from it, you'll you'll also take some losses to it as well. And Mahomes usually is very protected, so that's why. And there was another play, mm -hmm. 
and I we had a little chat on this among the, the, the media group. If you remember where Mahomes slid and Zach Sealer came in to make a tackle, and at the end his right arm swung like right near his head. And I made the point that if if like regardless of the intent, and there was no intent to me from Zach Sealer on the play, but I can see a quarterback getting mad. And I certainly can see Dolphin fans, had that been Tua sliding down, would have been all up in arms. Mm-hmm. And you play you play it fair. Uh Paul. Paul, who has very good analysis, Armstead is not the great player everybody says he is, cannot be consistent, too injured in too many places, culmination of injuries, will only get worse, too old to recover. You were basing that on what? The dude's played two and a half, no, two games, yeah, to about two and a half games. Uh, that was harsh, Paul. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't agree with you. Um, can I say he's consistent? No, he's not on the field long enough to be consistent. And then when I'm judging him based on his performance, he was playing on an injury where it should have landed him on IR after the season opener. Um, too injured in too many places. Okay, that's fair and valid. Accumulation of injuries. Okay, that's fair and valid. He's 30 years old. They, they, <laughs> I'm 46, and trust me, 32. He's 32. It's, it, it, like these things add up. Um, will only get worse. Too old to recover. Come on, man. That's a little harsh right there, brother. Uh, this one here, I think, I think, I'm not sure, but I think my sarcasm radar is up on this one. I think I detect some sarcasm here. Go ahead, read it out a lot, Omar. Start my why? Because Tua is hot trash, apparently. There there needs to be I I she he ho he hoo hoo. No, I, young young Tay is being funny. I'm pretty sure young Tay is trying to be funny. Um yeah, if if two is trash, uh, man, I don't know. There are a lot of MVPs out there. You guys skip comments. Um, well, no, John, there you go. We're not skipping your comment. Uh, no, I. No, one, if you pay to get in the club, you definitely getting in the club. Um, if you ball bottle service with a tip, you getting in the club. Um, I, I I try to bring up as much. You know, just like the club, you got to pay. The, there's a bottle line and then there's the regular line. We let 10 people in the regular line just like we let the bottle line in. Poupard is listening to this and he's like, I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, no, I'm fully aware of the club. <laughs> oh, oh, you know about, you know about the bottle line? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> what's that song or that line? Um, what is it? Don't, don't pay champagne in the champagne club or champagne room. Something <laughs> champagne like that. room? Yeah, okay. You know about the champagne room? All right. I've heard. Tissy's uh, right down the street from where we work every day. <laughs> let me let me address – let me go back to, to Young Tay for a second here. Um, about the comment of Tua's hot trash apparently. no, Nobody's ever said that. Does that mean he's above criticism? Because that seems to be the implication here. So, sorry. If he doesn't play well, guess what? We're going to point out he doesn't play well, and he he played okay for most of the game, and he didn't come up big at the end of the game when they needed him to. That's and that's a fact. Mm-hmm. Do you think playing the Eagles and Chiefs off a loss has an effect on these games, or is it just the pressure of a big game affecting this high-powered offense? I think more than the pressure, I think the crowd noise, and I will stand on that claim. It does not look the same. Show me the game where there's a hostile environment that the offense looks just the same in terms of motions as it does. Those orbitals, 
I mean, those orbital motions are not the same as Tyreek going from the fullback and running out wide, running out wide, and then in full stride, the ball is snapped and he's he's on the move. Show me the play in this game where it looked like that. They can't with the silent cadence. Tua has to see Tariq and know when to snap the when to call for the snap. And it doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. And um, and the other factor is Chiefs and Chiefs and Eagles are really good. Yeah. No. Uh, and the Dolphins at home have not necessarily played great teams, if we're gonna be honest about it. Uh now and embarrassed the way the game ended. Kyle Blair. Embarrassed the way the game ended. And you know what, Kyle? Huh, Kevin Blair. You know what, Kevin? Bear. Bear. Bear? Oh, is that a Canadian name? What, what What am I missing here? You said Blair. Uh, There's no L. Okay, my bad. Okay. I have to agree with him. I'm embarrassed the way that this game ended. And part of the reason I'm embarrassed is because two is that guy. And he's not playing like that guy in the game's critical moments. It's Right now, you can put it on his resume. Squanders game-winning opportunities. Of course, this is the part where I'm, I'm going to ask, what's Flair's? I, I, I was going to ask. I thought you'd be able to fill me in. <laughs> I, I think I know what I can live with that. Is Genesis the band that Sting was part of? Wow. Genesis, by the way, and I'm going to call you out on this. Genesis is the band of the famous song with that that I shared the story that my daughter and I share and sing together, and it's one of the most insanely brilliant songs I've ever heard in my life. And I and I challenge you to listen to it. And this was about two months ago, and you still haven't listened. Text me the damn song, and I listen to the song. I just forgot. You expect me to remember it? Like, but which one is Genesis? Is it is it the band? Phil Collins, Peter Gabriel, Tony Banks. Phil Collins. There you go. There you go. I knew he had some big names in that band. <laughs> Peter Gabriel. Yes. Yes. Gary just rewatched the last drive. McD called two perfect calls at the end. Wilson was open for TD on the third, and Waddle all alone in the end zone on the fourth. Execution killed them today. Yeah, I don't have an issue with the play calling. The, the, the one, and again, even the one where Ahmed got thrown for a six yard loss. If it's blocked properly, chances are it's not a six-yard loss. So it's the the idea. I'm not necessarily a huge fan of like, you know, bitching and moaning about play calls. Mm -hmm. Those same play calls, if they were executed properly, often turn out to be great plays. And as far as Waddle being all alone in the end zone, well, it didn't matter because the ball was ten yards behind the line of scrimmage, pretty quickly. John asks, "Why Savan Ahmed playing?" I think Wilson needs to play more. I agree with you. And the next time the Miami Dolphins suit up, more than likely, Devon Achan will be playing. So, yes, I think we have – well, I thought that was last week, but uh, Savan Ahmed's days uh, getting snaps are numbered. Opportunities, targets, like the production just isn't there. It does not. It does not add up. And yet you saw how strongly Mike McDaniel backed him when he was asked specifically that question. Whatever. You know, what, who has Mike McDaniel ever been critical of? Just being real. Just being honest. No, 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 no. Correct. Correct. Um, time, Matt, Matt O says, time to bust out the really bad F word, finesse. 
Tua is getting paid regardless. We might as well be the ones to do it. He's getting paid. The question is how much. And by the way, somebody here has already thrown out the finesse word. I believe this. So this is addressed to you, partner. I'm doing it the wrong way. Uh, (laughs) Until I see them not be able to run the ball when they need to run the ball, I cannot call them a finesse team. And they still outrush this team. Um, they did they protect Tua? No, they didn't. I'm not going to make excuses about the offensive line because these guys are in the NFL. Every team is playing backups on the offensive line. Will I say finesse? Not yet. That defense doesn't look like they're finesse yet. They look they look a little forceful. No, not but on offense, it's a finesse. It's it's a speed. It's a speed slash finesse offense. They're not they're not a ground and pound, three yards on a cloud of dust. Yeah, because yeah, uh, no other team is a two or not. You, you know, you are correct. There's no team. Uh, although I am told, who was it that was speaking to? Somebody else around the NFL. A friend of mine was saying that his fan base was was as crazy. I think it might have been somebody in Pittsburgh that his fan base was as crazy. Um, okay, can he pick it? No, I wasn't about picking. Um, yeah, quarterback, it don't matter. No, you're right. It don't matter. Uh, have you guys ever noticed how much motion when we pass or running a trick play compared to when we just do a running play? Do we tip the defense? I, I don't see that. I, 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 haven't seen seen that. that. I haven't seen it. Haven't looked for it. We'll look for it moving forward. Um, no, 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 no. What's that? If these games against elite teams are at home, do we win? More efficient on offense, to a place better, less penalties, favorable calls, perhaps eight and one. All of those things that you just said would have helped better execution, better offensive execution. Yes. Less penalties, probably. Favorable calls, maybe. But eight and one, no. I don't think you were going to beat the Bills. I don't think you were going to beat, um, what's the, Philadelphia. Even at, yeah, it would have been a closer game. Well, we'll I don't know. Okay. Oh, I got I got to address this one. Oh, sorry, you 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 had brought one up. I apologize. Go ahead. No, no, no. I love Tua, but today the pressure clearly got in his head. I prefer this to happen now so that he can move forward and be a better player in the playoffs. And I definitely agree with you, Finn fan for life. This will mold him. This will eat him, eat at him. The fact that he lost this team, this game, by. Bad pass, botch snap. It will drive him. And that's what makes Tua special and elite. Okay. I place the blame here on, on, on all of the slow starts, which shows a lack of preparation to play by the coach. Sadly, team will be 10 and 4 before Dallas game. I'll take that. 10 and 4 before Dallas game. Why would that be sadly? Lack of preparation by the coach, or could we not turn it around and say that he's made great halftime adjustments against the Eagles and against the the today against the Chiefs after very lackluster performances early on? I arrived with that. Or, may, or maybe they were jet lagged before because they flew to to Germany too late in the week. Oh, I'm sorry, that was the other team. Sorry, couldn't, couldn't resist. How do you feel about people using the emoji to say they agree with you? I'm going to ask that on behalf of a, 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 a 
Not exactly a very flattering emoji. I mean, I mean, it, it's P O U P, by the way. But I appreciate you agreeing with me. You obviously show a very deep wealth of football knowledge. <laughs> it's kind of cute, though. The poop, I like it. I really do. Yeah, the was it uh, from South Park? Ah, <laughs> um, oh, the Christmas poo. Some Mister something. Somebody's gonna Mr. help Haney? me out here. Mister what? Mister Haney. Was that his name? The Christmas I don't poo. The Christmas poo from South Park, Mr. Something. I, I have not seen South Park in 10 years. Uh, um, no, same here. But it's back. It's back on. Yeah. Um, Grant Albury says, Moser is good, but he isn't a workhorse and sorely needs A-Chain. 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 Did I say it right? Yeah. A-Chan. A Damn it. A-Chan to rotate because Ahmed ain't cutting it. No lie. <laughs> um, no. Uh, I'm Jeff Wilson. I'm sorry. Ahmed is not getting the job done. Ahmed is not getting the job done. Ryan Laporta. Yeah, yeah, if you know this, we skipped the other part. We'll see the Casey O'Lion held like crazy. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, here's Jose. Are we fraudulent? This one really hurts. I think we were going to win. I thought we were going to win this, man. Are you fraudulent? I don't think they are because fraudulent teams go on and lose five games in December. Um, I don't. I think that there's no way that that's happening to this team. The question is, can you stack up and rack up some wins when your team needs you to do that now so that you can put yourself in position in these elimination games, as Mike Daniel calls it, when it's time to go to the playoffs? And I think that that's what the focus needs to be about, stacking up the wins. To eat. They could say it's cupcakes, but put it to put the wins together so that you could have home field advantage in the playoffs so that everybody's got to come through South Florida if they want to get past you. And I think that will give you a good chance to have some semblance of respect at the end of the season when teams are adding up the wins and losses. Except the answer is going to be yes if they don't beat one of the last three teams they play, which is Dallas, Baltimore, and Buffalo. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Omar, he had happy feet most of the game. Are they talking about Tua? Whether Tua had happy feet? I I would have to rewatch that game and look for for those happy feet. I don't. I uh, you got me interested now. Um, state averts estate converts. Wow, why did I say state or converts? Um, my state my, converters. Got a good point, Omar. Stop being nasty to the person. I wish we had more empathy for the players. Clearly, Ahmed is trying, and Miami got Miami gave him a shot. So stop trashing him. You think he wants to play bad? I'm not trashing him. What I'm saying is, and I'm proud of him and what he's been able to accomplish because I've been here since he was a, a, a rookie contributor, rookie starter. What I am saying is that he needs to put on a better face for um better he needs to put on a better performance when the ball is carried and those opportunities to shine are there achan achan wasn't guaranteed anything Ahmed got hurt mm-hmm. he got he, he got in the game and he balled and took every opportunity and maximized it then he did it again and then he did it again that's what elite players do 
Savan Ahmed has not proven that he can do that. Here's here's what I would say because I defended at Baltimore 14-0 over Seattle. That's another year six and two team teams. Um the thing what, what I will say is, and then I said this earlier, and I like Ahmed too, he's a nice, he's a nice dude. Uh, he doesn't get you generally much more than the play. Whatever's blocked. Could get current, whatever the block is. And this is where, and, but like I said earlier today, there were, there are instances where he, he's getting a pitch and he's got somebody in his grill. The second he gets the ball, that's not on him. And while HN is a lot more explosive and HN has shown the ability to break more tackles, it just seems it's like a, a convergence of bad circumstances that every time they call a play for Ahmed, somebody doesn't get blocked right, or there's somebody in his grill very quickly and he can't get anything done. Maybe because they're telegraphing their plays with Ahmed. Perhaps. Uh, um, Pre-Tam Chudhari. Did I say right? Pre-Tam Chudhari. Here we go. Um, stuck with Cotton and Liam the rest of the year. I didn't. I did not like the look of the Robert Jones injury. I'll be honest with you. Immediately, like he held his left knee. Ooh, uh, not the knee. Was it's that the one that he got that hurt? That he got hurt in the preseason, or was it the right? Uh, knee? I think it's right. Okay. Um, I think it's right. But yeah. the good, good catch. Um, I'm curious to see how that plays out. Um. Let's get to John. Yeah, I, don't know what, I don't know what other options they have right now. I mean, it's not – again, well, I'm, sure, I'm sure, Omar, you're going to throw out Lyle Collins, maybe uh, Dalton Risner, who was available for half the seasons now with the Vikings, so that's not an option anymore. I'd have to in the John C., Tua and McDaniel both confirmed it was a miscommunication with Wilson. And that's what happened when you play young and experienced players. It truly is. Um, who's, a, who's a young and experienced player? Who is a young and inexperienced player? Um, uh, Wilson. He's not young, but he's inexperienced in terms of playing with Tua. So, he's in his fifth year in the NFL, second year with Tua. Experience with playing with Tua. Okay. Um, oof. Yeah. No, but the ball came. The, yeah, the, the ball came out weird. I mean, that was a weird play. It was a weird play all around. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's see what we got here. Waddle injury update. Didn't he come back in the game? Or he wasn't in the game. He wasn't in the game at the end, I believe. Full disclosure, Omar. Neither Omar nor I listened to the Mike McDaniel. Yeah. Post game press conference because we came right here. And chances are, I guess he didn't say anything. It's going to be the old, you know, we'll see when we get back to Miami. Yeah, if we uh, we'll pay attention to it after this, but we felt like you folks wanted us here live after the game, um, so we obliged. Um, now we'll go and follow up and listen to what Mike McDaniel had to say, what Tua had to say, anybody else coming to the podium, whether it's Tariq or not. Um, they got a long flight and a bye week, so hopefully they're not in a rush to get out of uh, Germany. Um, but we'll, we'll definitely see what happened. Um, Oh yeah, did excellent, you- excellent point by Kelly right here. Excellent point. Go go for it. Don't assume a Chan would break huge runs against KC. It's not an apples to apples comparison. Ahmed might have gone nuts against Denver too. Absolutely excellent point, and I believe I said that in the aftermath of that Broncos game, which was completely crazy. Everything went haywire. 
Uh, I apologize to the people already. I'm sorry. Ahmed wasn't going to go nuts against Denver. I just haven't seen anything in the exhibition season. I would have said yes. A lot of open room that day. People questioning Tua weirdly make me feel better. If this was shown up, oh, okay. Yeah, well, you did this one. Goodness gracious, how okay, many here's, am I behind on this chat? Yeah, yeah, young, Tay, young Tay again. This is the first 30 minutes was solid nonstop to a bashing. Now it's calmed down quite a bit. Lots of sour people on here venting at the beginning. Oh, you mean in the chat? Okay, sorry. I hope you don't not talking about us because we were just you guys should be able to see the comments. So you see how many comments there are, and we're literally trying to find good question and comments and people are back forth fighting and arguing. And this is what fan bases do. I look at, I, one of my favorite times is the lesion and the mob being in the blog community in the blog spaces where people have discussions and dialogue, Twitter evolved to being that. And now with these live chats, you, you develop a character, you develop a personality. Half the time I know what your agenda is when you come here and talk and, you know, I haven't figured out who the two anon snitches are, but I'm, I got my eye on you. Um, yeah, I mean, I know I'm safe, but they're here like, what are you going to say now? What can, exactly. we, what can we jump on? Like, um, oh, oh my gosh. Oh right my up gosh. your alley, Omar. No, what, what is CM Punk? Oh, come on, CM, not you. CM Punk, that's my homeboy. Um, what's happened to Chase Claypool? I prefer Robbie Chosen. You know what happened to Chase Claypool? He don't know the plays. <laughs> he don't speak Spanish in Spain. It, it, like, I can tell you what's happening. He recovered a fumble, though. Yeah. yeah. He did. I do hate that wide receiver screen where, the pass, where you pass the ball to the fastest player in the NFL and he's standing still at the line of scrimmage. James, let me ask you a question. Do you hate it when that play gains 12 to 15 yards? I mean, it can't be a go every single play, but I hear when when it doesn't work, it looks really bad, and, and they call it. Because you mentioned Tyreek's eight catches today, but it was for 69 yards. I mean, that's – he was not – got a couple of third-down conversions, but he overall was not impacted. Let's talk about these – Yes, pay sir. questions because I I I gotta I gotta I gotta move on with my life. Phil Collins was in Genesis. Is that who was in Genesis? Oh my god, are you serious? Yes, Phil Collins was in Genesis. I know it was somebody great. Phil Collins was in fact was the lead singer on that absolutely incredible song, which is called if anybody wants to check it out, it's called Ripples, which is an absolutely, absolutely all-timer. And I will text you the link, Omar, for the seventh time. I could see it coming in the air at night. That was a solo song with a very famous drum interlude. That's that's a dope song though. That it plays up before every football game. So it is. Uh, yeah, it's, it's it's cool. It's an okay song. Um, what? What? Sorry, I, I, I don't even like your genre, and that's a legendary song. Like, how dare that's you? That's not progressive rock, though. And my genre is progressive rock. That's not progressive rock. What is that? I don't know what you would call it. Uh, Pop pop, rock, something like that. Okay, we need to wrap. I got, I got to go. Here's another one. Here, I think we don't think we've addressed this one. That might be the last one here. What is Defense that? great to it, not rising up to the big game. Do you think other teams are figuring out McDaniel's offense? Yeah. Well, 
Yeah. It's one thing to figure it out. It's another thing to be able to stop it. That's correct. They they know those outside runs, bam, they've, they're shutting them things down. And then they had to throw the, the orbital motion into it, kind of threw a wild card into it. They're counters for counters. But do teams know what Miami's trying to do and how they execute? You can't put things on film for eight games and not think teams are going to game uh, plan for it. Correct. And you can know – they know how fast too Tyreek is – doesn't mean they can keep up with him. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, do you say anything else we need to answer, Omar, before we? Yeah. Pelino. People aren't noticing that we aren't seeing seeing the same lane since A Chain went out. Okay, yeah, because you still don't have the same offensive line, but that's very valid and correct. It's not the same lanes. It's not the same offensive line. Hopefully. You'll get back there. I don't know where they're going to finish today, but they were still the number one rushing team in the league coming into this game, and we'll see where they stack up. They're still going to be top five. So, no, but here's the thing: I would caution Dolphin fans not to expect HN to come back, and all of a sudden he's going to rush 450 yards every game. Yeah, uh, he's got the potential to because of that beep beep speed he has. Mm-hmm. But it's not as simple as oh, HN's back, boom. Yeah. Let's make sure people, and we appreciate you that you hit the thumbs up um, to yes, my man. algorithm. I tremendously appreciate everybody showing up, everybody participating, everybody contributing. That's tremendous. We're still trying to build this. We're still trying to figure out this algorithm stuff. But for right now, just because of how special this episode has been and how much you folks mean to me, and I've had a rough weekend. Boy, have I had a rough weekend. Um, I thank you and I appreciate you and poop. I appreciate you. And I, I, I really want to continue to build this and, um, we will be here during the buy feeding you, um, giving you material about the team that you love and thank you everybody for your support. Visit alldolphins.com for the latest news, analysis, and columns, and it's all free. You can find Omar Kelly and Alan Poupard on the All Dolphins podcast discussing South Florida's NFL team on YouTube and anywhere you find your audio podcasts. Make sure you subscribe, like, and share so you stay in the know. credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.